Self-care is a hot topic and it has been for the past few years and for a good reason. Taking care of ourselves and giving ourselves permission to rest is really important. Teacher burnout is also a hot topic in recent years and it's because we've become notorious for constantly working in this profession. When I thought of teachers as a kid, I considered it a job where you get afternoons, weekends, and summers off. But as I came into this profession, I realized that we willingly sacrifice that free time because as a whole, teachers are passionate. It's for a good reason. We want to make an impact. We care about our students and making a difference in their lives. So we trade time for making a difference. And we do make a difference. But at what cost? And can we still have that impact on our students without giving up all of our free time and without getting burnt out? I think we can. If you are a teacher who loves their job, who loves their students, and also knows that you can be an even happier, more present, and better teacher if you learn how to take time for yourself too, hello, welcome. I'm so glad you're here because that's what we love to talk about here. The simple things that you can do to be more present in your life, to enjoy your free time, all while still being an effective teacher, you can do those things, and self-care is a part of that. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Polovchik kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. Self-care is an all well and good topic, but where do we start? And does it always have to mean spending a lot of money to do all of these lavish activities? Spoiler alert, the answer is no. Um, We're going to talk about the basics of self-care today and some ideas, not just for activities that you can do, but also how you can make sure to prioritize time for yourself, whether you're trying to prioritize time for yourself this summer or throughout the school year. We're going to talk about that. And before I begin, I do just want to say that I am not a self-care expert, but I am a busy teacher mom who gets what your day-to-day is like and who's always working on how to better make time for myself, how to better take care of myself so that I can be the best version of myself for me and the people I care about. So that being said, let's dive in. I want to start by talking about ideas for self-care. I honestly used to think that this had to be like elaborate things. And if I was going to practice self-care, 
I thought that I had to be getting my nails done or getting a massage. Two things that I really like to do, but not that I necessarily do on a regular basis. (laughs) So the cool thing that I started to realize when I started to see things about self-care pop up and learn a little more about it is that self-care can honestly be any activity that is calming for you, that just allows you to refuel and just to take care of yourself. So self-care can be simple, like eating a healthy meal, drinking a glass of water. So for instance, if you say, I am going to drink X amount of water today. That's a way that you're taking care of yourself. Brushing your hair. I don't know about you, but some mornings I forget to brush my hair because I am worried about the toddler and making sure that I drink coffee so I can be awake. (laughs) But seriously, those kinds of things are self-care. That's you taking care of yourself. Making sure to shower every day. Going to bed at a reasonable time and making sure you get enough sleep, which as a mother of a child who does not love to sleep consistently, that one can be hard, but there are ways you can, you know, try to find more sleep here and there. So these are just basic everyday necessities. But then again, my mama friends know Sometimes getting a hot shower to yourself is hard to come by. So that time can feel really great (laughs) to just take that time to take care of you, even though they are basic everyday necessities. Self-care can also be something extra, not like an everyday necessity that you would typically do, but still free. It doesn't have to cost money. I mean, I'm talking really simple ways to just take care of you and achieve that calming feeling. So, for example, going for a walk, doing yoga, stretching, or meditating. I personally love, like, deep breathing. I find it really calming, especially if I'm feeling stressed. It's also a great self-care activity for just the middle of the day. Another just extra self-care activity that's free is reading a book, one that you already have at home, you know, watching your favorite TV show, taking a nap or just having some quiet time, right, as you sip your coffee or your tea, listening to a podcast or to music. So, hey, if you're listening right now, you're taking some time for you. Self-care can also be something extra that you spend money on. It sure can, absolutely. So maybe you want to take an exercise class or you like getting your nails done. I love getting my nails done. That's one of my favorite forms of self-care. Or getting your hair done, going out to eat, or just participating in some other activity that you really enjoy. So there's a whole bunch of ideas for self-care and they don't have to cost money. They don't even have to be anything extra. Just being mindful of these things that we do every day that are taking care of ourselves, that can kind of help you realize how you're already fitting it in 
and it's just how you can be more aware of the self-care that you're already doing. But let's talk about making time for self-care. It's easy to talk about these ideas or that we should be practicing self-care, but actually taking the time for those things is a whole other ballgame, like those extra things. We're busy. We have families or kids or other responsibilities that take priority. For me, and I'm sure for you, it is easy to push self-care to the wayside. So I want to talk about how we can make these well-intentioned ideas a reality. I've got a few a few points for you here. The first one is to hold yourself accountable. So just say that you're going to do one thing every day for yourself and then tell someone about it who's going to help hold you to it. Another thing you can do to make this a reality is make it the first thing that you put on your calendar as like a non-negotiable, something that you are not willing to bend on. So for example, every day at 3.30 p.m. when I get home from work, whatever time it is that you get home from work, I'm going to go for a walk, weather permitting. That's self-care. And just putting it in your calendar and prioritizing it as something that is scheduled in can help you really put it into action. One other point is just to start with one of the super simple or free self-care ideas and then later start to add weekly or bi-weekly doing a paid activity, depending on your budget. Something on my personal vision board is to get bi-weekly manicures and pedicures. It's a costly self-care activity, but it's something that I really enjoy as time for myself. So eventually, That is something that I want to make a priority. For now, I try to prioritize more simple self-care each day. And maybe that's the route you want to go to. All right, so we've talked about self-care ideas and how to actually make sure that they happen so that before you exit out of this episode, let's, let's like make a plan, right? So here's my question for you. What is one thing you're going to make sure that you do to start practicing more self-care this summer? Write it down, say it out loud, tell someone who will hold you accountable, and feel free to send me a direct message on Instagram. We can totally be accountability partners. But with that, I do want to remind you that I'm going to be taking two weeks off from podcasting last week of June and the first week of July. And that's so that I can make sure to prioritize self-care when it's time for vacation for me. I cannot wait to be back soon with new episodes and more time management tips. Thank you so much for being here, for listening and for joining. Now go take care of you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at teachinglittleleaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.